Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Astry, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Wednesday, August the 17th of the 20th week of the year. Our reading this morning continues from the book of the prophet Ezekiel, chapter 34, verses 1 through 11. Ezekiel 34, verses 1 through 11. Those of us who have been called by God to serve in the church in an ordained position of priest, religious, deacon, we often uh, are called upon to preach and live the word of God in a special way, in a deep way, in communion with Christ. And one of the important parts of the ministry of the ordained is that of leading and guiding those entrusted to one's care to a deeper and closer relationship with Christ and the church. Not of ourselves, not for any kind of self-glory, self-praise, but rather to empty ourselves and to be of service, as Jesus Christ was the supreme suffering servant who came to suffer and die for us, took upon himself all of our sins and our guilt so that we could be reconciled to Almighty God and have the hope of eternal life. One of the last acts of Jesus when he gathers the disciples on that Holy Thursday night, recorded in the Gospel of John, chapter 13, is the washing of the feet. And Jesus tells them, I, your Lord, your teacher, and that's what I am, I wash your feet. And as I do for you, so you are to do for one another. Those who are called to serve in the ministry in an ordained and public way are called to be servants of the servant, the supreme servant, Jesus Christ. We are to be in the midst of those whom the Lord has entrusted to us, and it's a great trust. It's a great responsibility. It's also a great blessing to lead others to know the Lord in a deep way, in their everyday lives, the lives of their responsibilities with family and work and all of the things that occupy the Christian in his or her daily life. But always the focus and center is to grow ever closer in communion with Christ. And Ezekiel this morning is prophesying to the shepherds of Israel, those religious leaders, and his words are very difficult for those in the public ministry to hear, which makes them all the more necessary to hear, but more than hear, to listen to, to take into our minds and our hearts what the Lord is prophes what the Lord is telling Ezekiel to prophesy 
right from the beginning, the difficulty, and the, the harsh reality, the truth is present. The word of the Lord came to me, Ezekiel says. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. In these words, prophesy to the shepherds. He is going to preach a word against those who climb in pulpits, those who offer the holy sacrifice of the mass. And the higher in the church one rises by God's grace is the call to deeper service to a deeper washing and cleaning of feet, a deeper commitment and care and service to those entrusted to them. Thus says the Lord, woe to the shepherds of Israel who have been pasturing themselves. That's a tremendous indictment. They have not been pasturing the people. They have only been serving themselves. Should not shepherds rather pasture sheep? You have fed off their milk, worn their wool, slaughtered their fatlings, but the sheep you have not pastured. You did not strengthen the weak, nor heal the sick, nor bind up the injured. You did not bring back the strayed, nor seek the lost, but you lorded it over them harshly and brutally. So they were scattered for lack of a shepherd, and became food for all the wild beasts. My sheep were scattered and wandered over all the mountains and high hills. My sheep were scattered over the whole earth, with no one to look after them or to search for them. That is a tremendous bill of indictment, isn't it? You did not pasture them, you pastured yourself. And what did you do? You lived off of them. You took rather than gave. You leaned on them rather than lifting them. And by your example, they were scattered. They were divided. They were lost. And now they are away from the house of the Lord. They've fallen away from the church because of your example. You have taught them. You have taught them that the Lord is not the Lord of gathering, of unity, of community, of care, of service, of love, but of self-seeking. And what has happened is that the people that were entrusted to them they become the prey of the evil one, the wild beast. They become spiritually lost and anemic and weak because they have no shepherd to guide them into the pasture of eternal life. Therefore, shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, says the Lord, because my sheep have been given over to pillage, because my sheep have become food for every wild beast for lack of a shepherd, because my shepherds did not look after my sheep, but pastured themselves and did not pasture my sheep, because of this shepherds hear the word of the Lord. 
I swear I am coming against these shepherds. I will claim my sheep from them and put a stop to their shepherding my sheep so that they may no longer pasture themselves. They will not live off of the people any longer. The Lord will come and be the shepherd. They have failed in their duties. They were not good stewards. The Lord says, I will save my sheep. They will no longer be food for the mouths of the shepherds. Thus says the Lord, I myself will look after and tend my sheep. And this, of course, the Lord will do. In chapter 10 of St. John's Gospel, the beautiful long passage of Jesus as the Good Shepherd. I am the Good Shepherd. I know mine and mine know me. They hear my voice and they follow me. I am the Good Shepherd. I lay down my life for my sheep. The hired hand, false shepherds, when they see the wolf coming, when they see evil, when they see that there is danger, what do they do? They flee because they're not true shepherds. They don't care for the sheep. They're just hired. They, they're doing it for money, for material gain, for praise, for their own glory, and not the glory of God. And so they are scattered. The sheep are scattered. But Jesus will come and speak the words of the Good Shepherd to each one of us and gather us back. The shepherds of the church in all times and places are blessed and have the great responsibility of gathering the Lord's people, especially at the Eucharist, to hear the word of God the reading of the gospel and the sacred readings from scripture to nourish them, not to be nourished, but to nourish them in the word and in the body and blood of Christ and to live that in a daily life of service. So the words this morning are directed to really those entrusted with the stewardship of God's people, the shepherding of God's people. And each and every one of us are called in our own way, in our own circumstance, to be shepherds to one another, to feed and support one another in growing ever closer to Christ. The way in which we live in our families, our places of business, our schools, our neighborhoods, our everyday lives is a call to shepherd, is to call to be guides to others who may be lost and hurting, bruised, troubled. Each of us, through our baptism, is called to be shepherd to one another and to look to those who have been entrusted in a special way by Almighty God, to shepherd the community by the example that we live 
the way in which we speak, the actions of our lives, our prayers and our thoughts. Jesus said, I have given you an example. And as I have washed your feet, so you are to wash the feet of one another. I am the good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep. And those called are expected to do the same to the glory of the good shepherd. So let us today be shepherds to one another. Let us look to our communities of faith for good, sound, nourishing shepherding. And may those who are entrusted with authority and influence be good shepherds and lead those entrusted to them to have a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you.